today on CityCast Philly. That's the theme music to WHYY's Radio Times. And longtime Philly radio host Marty Moscoine is joining me today. And we're in the WHYY studio because the show is coming to a close. I'm chatting with Marty because I was a former producer on the show. It's Tuesday, November 1st, 2022. I'm Trinae Nari, and this is CityCast Philly. Marty, you've had the same job for 35 years. What will you miss most about it? Well, first of all, let me just say, Trené, that it is wonderful to be sitting across from you, being interviewed by you I know, on your show. So, so I, I got to give you a shout out before <laughs> before it's all about me. So I'm, I'm just thrilled for you. And it's very fun to see you. It's been a couple of years. So uh, with you. that said, this was a tough decision. And yeah. I mean, for 35 years, I, I did the show. Um, it wasn't in my game plan before I came to radio. So this was something that kind of fell into my lap. It's something that I loved, I will miss. Um, but I'm also, after 35 years, feeling like I think I've I've done what I need to do, what I can do when it comes to doing a weekly, or I should say a daily show, and I'm ready to cut back a little bit more. Right. And you didn't start in radio, I didn't start in radio either. You started as a school counselor and social worker, right? Well, depending on where you want to begin, um, <laughs> I was a cook in a vegetarian macrobiotic restaurant. I oh, did okay. That. Wow. I did that. I was a school counselor in Philadelphia, a school in West Philly, one in South Philly. I was a case manager at a mental health center up in um, North Philly, Kensington area. This was back in the 1970s. Okay. Um, and then I started listening to radio. My my mom actually said, oh, there's a thing called National Public Radio. You should check it out. And I started listening. And I really had one of those light bulb moments where I just said, I want to do this. And then I also right. said, I think I can do this. I can talk to people. That's sort of what my job was. Right. Um, and came in here as a volunteer and sort of learned what I was terrible at and what I was good at. And then you hosted Radio Times. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually, the first thing I did was um, I, I produced a psychology show originally called Family Matters, then Voices in the Family, hosted by Dan Gottlieb, who you probably oh, remember. Right. He, yeah, yeah, so I started that. And then um, I liked producing, but I liked better being on the air. So, yeah, yeah. I worked my way on, onto my very own show. <laughs> As a former producer, I like hosting, too. It's fun. <laughs> How do you think Philly has changed in the years you've done Radio Times? Oh, gosh. I mean, so many things have changed. In certain ways, I, there's something about Philly that seems constant to me. It's very neighborhoody. Um, it has a kind of small town feel to it. It has its problems, as we all know. But there is something about the people who live here and the kind of culture that's just... You know, when the when the Phillies are winning, you can yes. feel it. You know, oh it's, it's, an, it's an amazing place to be. You know, to be honest with you, and this is probably even before Radio Times, when I lived here, it was really drab. I mean, the, the city kind of shut down after 6 o'clock at night. Mm. There weren't a lot of restaurants. There wasn't a lot of culture. This is the 70s, 1970s. Um, so obviously there's just much more of a vibrant arts and culture culture here. Yeah, definitely. You know, that people yeah. can enjoy. So it doesn't feel like everyone either goes home or flees the city when, when the day is done. Now, I came on the scene in 2016, and I was a part-time producer on the show. Thank you for that experience. Absolutely. 
And for you, um, for those who don't know, Radio Times is a live broadcast, um, and it used to be two hours, where listeners can call into the show and weigh in on so many topics. I even remember my first day. Yeah. I was just blown away by the producers in the control room, and they were manning the phones, and like the phones are lighting up, and you also have two computers in front of you, and you're managing all of that. Just kind of go through what a typical show is like. Oh, absolutely. I mean, some things are different every day, which is why I've always, I've enjoyed it for 35 years, and some things are exactly the same. I'm a big homework girl. I mean, I was not a good student, so I always <laughs> felt like I just have to do my reading and do my homework and do my prep and write my questions and have everything in place before going on the air. Then, as you know, Trené, when you work behind the scenes, you got to get guests squared away, and yeah. they're not answering their phones, and Pretty where stuck. are they? Or getting clips all set up with the engineer, that kind of thing. And for me, it's a play. It's always been a play uh, because it is live. And the curtain goes up at, you know, 10 and whatever happens, happens. I mean, what the what the listeners hear is really what happened that day, Yeah. Um, which is why it's important to, because you, you want to give them a good experience. So that's where all that prep comes from. And producers, as you know, are behind the scenes just sort of making sure all the pieces fit together so that when people are listening, it sounds like, sounds Perfect. Sounds good, right? <laughs> and we covered so many topics. I was authors came through, filmmakers, local politicians. Uh, one of my favorite episodes was when we did yoga in the studio. This is Facebook Live. I'm Marty Moss Cohen. Jessamine Stanley is staying after the show. It's not like we're in detention. <laughs> Trine Nuri, Jeanette Wood, and we are going to do some yoga. I think yes. yes. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are some other standout moments for you? Well, let me just say about that one, because you okay. produced that show yeah. and you brought her in um, and she had this incredible book about yoga and, and it, it really broke all the stereotypes about what yoga is and who can do it and right. what it was like. And so I talked to her on the air and then I think you brought in a whole bunch of yoga mats or I something. Did. You did. I went like right after the day before, I went to like Five Below and like got a bunch of yoga mats for us. So she stayed and uh, you and me and a couple of other people and she kind of put us through, put yeah, put us through her paces. Um, yeah. But it was one of those, and we did it on Facebook Live. Yes, so I guess did. it exists somewhere yeah. <laughs> out in the, in the stratosphere. Gosh, there's so many, as you mentioned, we've done so many things and there are so many parts of all those pieces that we've done that I've enjoyed. Yeah. Um, I have a certain fondness for poets. Yeah, um, we did a lot of poetry we episodes. Did, yeah. We did, and I always feel like radio and poetry just go so well together because mm. it's about the human voice and there's something about poets and good ones, you know, right. not, not the hoity-toity <laughs> ones, but they're really good ones where you, they can really speak to you. So I, I like that. Um, I mean, so you, Dan Rather was another guest that you produced and that brought in. unreal. Yeah. It's just like seeing, seeing that figure, seeing him. Um, and that was a time that was around 2016. Something like that. Right. And that was yeah. like the strange political world. We were going through. Yes. Um, so a lots of you've seen a lot. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And he was very funny. That was my memory too. He was, yeah. He was joking around and yeah, yeah. He'd written a book about sort of bipartisanship or can't somehow can't we get along? I forget the title. But yeah. Yeah. Who's the guest you never got that you wanted really bad? Oh gosh. 
And I get asked that question, and I should have a ready answer. You'd think after 35 years, I would have said, you know, Jesus Christ or Barack Obama. I mean, in many ways, I didn't get to speak to everyone that I would have wanted, but and I'm avoiding your question slightly here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but what I got to do was to interview people I didn't know I wanted to interview. You okay. know, people I'd never heard of or someone sort of just starting off in their career and you find out, oh my gosh, this person is incredible. Mm-hmm. So in certain ways, the pleasure for me has not been talking to Jane Fonda, although she did come in and that was fun and it was great to meet her, is that person where you feel like you got them at the start of their career and then you began to see, or I began to see their career take off and thinking, oh, maybe I had a little little role to play at the very beginning. Well, I just got the chills for Did me. You? Yeah. Okay. Uh, one of the reasons uh, you said, I read this, that um, you're leaving Radio Times is because it was a daily grind. Um, what advice can you share with me as I embark oh, gosh. on down this path? Oh, gosh. I mean, I don't need to tell you or anybody else that these are just such tumultuous times. I mean, everything from our politics to the leftovers of the pandemic and all the things that got stirred up in the last, I'd say, five, six, seven, eight years, yeah. the in- insurrection. I mean, I could go on and on. And for me... Um, it was just trying to stay on top of everything and to feel that we're actually adding to the conversation. And mm-hmm. that, to me, that's the, the tricky thing. I have a not a very good mantra for Radio Times, which is we don't break the news, but we put it back together. So if I feel like, you know, with all the things that are going on is to try to find those little threads that can help us understand what might be going on. And maybe it's going back into history and saying, oh, my gosh, you know, we had a pandemic 100 years ago. What do we learn from that? Yeah. Or we've certainly had, you know, difficult politics in the past. What do we learn from that? So it's the the part of putting things back together. I'm not saying it's easy because I think these these are difficult times. Social media makes it really hard because you just I always feel there's just so much incoming I don't know if you feel that way, but just the, yeah. I just feel like a constant stream of news and information and noise. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to sometimes know, like, what are we going to talk about? Yeah, uh, that's real. Uh, hashtags help you, though. <laughs> they do. <laughs> I'm old, Trinae. No, you're not. <laughs> um, but yeah, I totally get it. I mean, um, but at the same time, I think there is still something special about that all because that means a lot of people that couldn't participate can participate in conversations. You know Absolutely. what I mean? So. Yes. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm not trashing that. I'm no, just no, 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 I get it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just saying, just for me, as I'm, I'm frankly an older person, it's just, it feels like I feel... It's over, a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Marty, tell us more about what's next. Your next uh, weekly one-hour show, it's called The Connection with Marty Moscoline. Yes. This kind of takes me back to my roots in a way. I've, I've um, Because I was interested in psychology and mental health issues, and I was a school counselor and a case right. manager. I mean, that's sort of where my heart is. If I didn't have this job, I'd be a... I'd be a kindergarten teacher because I like little kids. And I, I know you're little kids. So. Yeah. Well, they're big kids they're now. They're big kids yeah. now, exactly. <laughs> so the connection is 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 a, a much more sort of psychological, philosophical look back at life. I mean, I okay. think I'm 73. So I'm looking, you know, part of being an older person is you get to look back on life and you bid. Hopefully there's some wisdom and knowledge that I can impart, but it allows me to talk to psychologists or 
mountain climbers or artists or activists um, to help us understand what are we on this earth for? Where, where do we find meaning in our lives? So very different from what I do now. And that is going to come out in January? In January, probably mid-January. Yeah, so working on the, on the details, but yeah. Awesome. I'm excited. Marty, it was truly an honor. Thank you so much for being on CityCast Philly. Oh, Trinae, it's been great. Thank you so much. Marty's last show on Radio Times will air November 18th. And here's what else Philly's talking about. There's a new group of murals celebrating the history, culture, and stories of the Latino community on the walls of the health clinic Puentes de Salud, which is located on the 1700 block of South Street. The Firefly Music Festival is actually canceled for next year, according to festival organizers. After a 10-year run, the annual music festival will actually return in 2024. The most recent festival was held in September in Dover, Delaware. And the World Series continues tonight at home. Y'all, I'm so excited. But if y'all get any ideas about climbing more poles, just know that it cost one Phillies fan $100,000 in bail money after he was arrested last week for criminal mischief. So just keep that in mind. That's all for today here on CityCast Philly. If you enjoyed the show, share this episode with a friend. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and our morning newsletter. It's called Hey Philly. Check out our Twitter and Instagram pages for some pictures of Marty and I. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye. Okay, this is the real one. I promise.